Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of From the South with Love. How y'all doing? It's another week uh, of, you know, just more more shit. Every time. Uh, Every time. Still midst of uh, a pandemic, still, uh, still people getting going shot up. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, man. Uh, how you feeling, man? Man, I mean, I'm, I'm feeling... Um, Shit, I mean, how 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 can you feel? Uh, I mean, I think after you know seeing everything that's been going on, man, like it's just everybody's on edge about shit. Everybody's trying to look for escapes and trying to look for different ways to kind of you know uh, take a step back from everything that's going on and all the news. But at the same time, it's like you know you, you got to stay in it too because you don't want to you know you don't want to fall into some oblivious state of mind where you're not you know uh, consciously uh, you know trying to uh, you know. Um, you know, put things together and, 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 and trying to stay informed. So it's like, it's like a, it's like a battle of like trying to free your mind, but also trying to stay focused. And that shit is, 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 it's a challenge. Yeah, that's true. That is definitely true. It's a lot of um, distractions out there um, as a, uh, the great uh, philanthropist, Jason Wilson has said, uh, it's a lot of distractions. You got to focus on the task at hand. So, True. yeah. So uh, one of these things, uh, one of these distractions was probably, you know, the uproar happening with Deshaun Jackson. Popping it off, man. Yeah, yeah, Deshaun <laughs> Jackson. So Ooh. just for a little uh, clarification, uh, a holiday just passed, you know, um, the ho- that holiday um, that right. most people celebrate, um, and uh, uh, the uh, Honorable Louis Farrak- uh, Minister Louis Farrakhan had addressed uh, that he was doing, and it was pretty much you know the rave amongst all the black athletes it seemed this year. It's like I see you know a lot of a lot of them retweeting it, a lot of them saying that they're going to watch it. And um, the brother uh, Deshaun Jackson was was highly motivated by it, and he decided to, uh, you know, expand the conversation further and, and include a quote from uh, some readings. The problem with the quote is that uh, it started off uh, as Hitler said. Right. And then ended with Hitler was right. <laughs> oh man. Oh man, hey, that's a it's a PR nightmare. That that's for certain. Yes. Definitely a PR nightmare. Uh his publicist was probably like, holy fuck, like the the season's not even started and we gotta go in overdrive. Yeah. What's, so what you right. think about it, man? Well, um, I think a lot of things. Um, so it's it's kind of it's, it's weird because it's, it's kind of sparked kind of a national conversation about it too. Like amongst you know, obviously you have like the national conversation of you know political correctness, which you know everybody is kind of you know basically jumping on him uh, in the in the media. Um, and you know um, when you are essentially um, you know speaking about anything. Um, you know, regarding that, um, it, it's going to, if that's going to happen, because, you know, the people who, uh, who basically run the media, 
you are talking about. So it, it, it kind of, you know, goes right. hand in hand. You, you don't, it's like, it's, it shouldn't be a surprise that we see this, this much backlash. Um, having said that, it's just, um, and I kind of want to, before I even do that, I kind of wanted to try to pull up the official quote, um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I can, I can kind of analyze right. it a little bit more. Um, but man, uh, and I had it pulled up at this, this computer thing. But, um, okay, so here it is. So this man says, hang on. The quotes allegedly from Hitler, allegedly from Hitler, saying uh, the white Jews knows that the Negroes are the real children of Israel, that they will extort America, and that their plan for world domination won't work if the Negroes know who they were. Um, so apparently Snopes is who debunked that, saying that, you know, um, it originated in an unsourced article published, um, you know, by a, a disreputable website is what they're saying, and it appears to loosely string together an entire ecosystem of impossibly far-fetched and completely unsourced conspiracy theories. Okay, well, here's the thing. Hmm. So, and obviously, you know, we have this uh this has been termed as anti-semitic and you know before i say anything on this i kind of just want to say you know this everything i'm going to say is purely um objective and it is in no yes. way time to disparage any race of people um but we are trying right. to stay historically factual and we're just trying to you know um basically be as transparent as we can be and respectful as we can be and at the end of the day you know right Right. I mean, and, and it's not, you know, being offensive to somebody, you know, I mean, people take things how they want to take it. But at the end of the day, we have a responsibility to just try to tell the truth as best as we can. So that's what I'm about to do here. So yeah, we are all brothers and sisters of the struggle. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So the things that have been said in that post, I have a hard time finding the lie. OK. And the reason I say that is because. If you look at this thing from a historical perspective and you are talking about what has happened and how we have gotten to where we are now, if you are a student of history, it is impossible. It is literally impossible to study real history and not come to certain conclusions. And a lot of these conclusions that you come to when you study not just, you know, the history of America, you studied history of the world, you know, you factoring in, you know, Europe and everything that was going on, you know, in Europe, you know, pre-Columbus and, you know, after. These things add up um, and it, it's it's not um, to disparage any group of people. And, and I'm, what, what I'm going to say on that also is that white people in America, right, just like the, the standard white person. They hear this shit constantly, right? We always talk about, you know, every, we talk about Farrakhan, the white devil. You know, we, we just, we just, they, they constantly hear this shit. Everything is their fault. You know, it's the, the regular white person, like that Protestant or Catholic white person, or just like the, the, the standard Republican, patriotic, whoever they are, they're the problem, right? And they're, they're, they're constantly being called, uh, called out about it. You know, BLM and all this shit, like everybody, that's who they talk about. They just talk about the white folks. Um, but for some reason, I don't really understand why, you know, the Jewish community seems to skate. And I, I just don't really understand that um, because they own the majority of the slaves. That's not debatable. It, it, it is, you know, I mean, look up Aaron Lopez, like look up who he was. He was, I mean, he had fleets like a motherfucker. Like, he was the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and, and you know, you, you look up, you know, things like, you know, the Balfour Declaration and the Havara Agreement. 
And I mean, you you, you kind of start to piece this thing together. And I, I feel like, you know, some of the some of the greatest. Um, OK, before I even go there, there's an, also another issue here about this being anti-Semitic. So I kind of want to break this shit down. So. And the term anti-Semite, it's right. from. Basically, you are saying a Semite is a descendant of Shem. Shem is obviously, you know, somebody in the Bible. Um, and this is uh, one of Noah's sons. He had three sons, Japheth, Ham, and, 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 and Shem. And I'm not trying to get too deep on this, but basically saying somebody's an anti-Semite is saying that that person um, is basically um, showing anti-statements towards someone with Shemitic lineage. And these um, individuals who essentially call themselves um, a certain um, term Mm-hmm. Not have Shemitic lineage. It, it is it is not even possible if you factor in any kind of historical connotation. You factor in geography. You factor in any type of world history. You, you you can kind of figure that out. So I don't I don't really know where that comes from. You know we we know that you know we know about the Ashkenazi lineage. We know about the, the Kazarian lineage. How we got yes. there, uh, from you know from you know we're taking it all the way back to Caucasus and you know we 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 know these things and we know about a lot of the things that have happened historically and a lot of the wars are going all the way back to the Napoleonic Wars. I mean, it, we, 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 we've seen this and it's, it's a historical fact. So I feel like the, the fact that the white people, you know, regular American white people, they have, we, we are forcing them, right? They have to admit to their history. They have to admit to the atrocities of their ancestors. They have to. We, we're not allowing them to do that. We're not allowing them to escape. But for some reason, Jewish people get escaped, and I don't really understand. I do understand it, uh, but uh, but I, the, the the problem is, I mean, you're controlling you, a narrative. You understand? <laughs> you're controlling a narrative because you you own all, you own Hollywood, you own television, you own all the newspapers, you own you know all of you know basically any type of media. So basically, how people are getting information, you know, publishing books, all that. Every way that people are getting information, don't get me started on the school system, the Rockefellers, and, and you know, obviously, they, they had a huge hand in what you were learning in school every day. So this whole culture has been baked around, you know, however a certain group of people want you to, to see the world and see world history. And it's just not factual. And if you go against it, you are castigated. You are, you are ran through the mud. Your career is over. You might even, shit, you might end up, you know, <laughs> he might end up, you know, in a ditch some damn way. It, it, it is really that fucking serious. And I just don't understand, you know, why, you know, America can, you know, have all of this shit going on. And then when it comes to something like this, you know, and, and they're, they're looking for they, they're trying to take this as like some sort of W, like, oh, shit, you know, let's, you know, let, let, let's, 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 you know, destroy this nigga. You know what I'm saying? For now, Deshaun, obviously he should not have probably done it the way he did it. Um, yeah. so it wasn't Hitler who said that. Um, yeah, starting with Hitler, it will always, you know, uh, just like, you know, just like uh, if he was like uh, the the Negro, if a, uh, a white person said the Negro man uh, was blank. If they started with, you know, the Negro man, any white person just started with the, was just got on the news or made a statement saying the Negro man yeah. That would automatically shut us down. <laughs> like, 
everything else is invalid. So starting off, you know, with the possible, you know, anti uh, you know, I don't know the word, you know, because <laughs> I'm not, you know, it, you know, the anti uh, certain group of people, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, starting with Hitler, it would always be uh, met with resistance, like even though the whole statement really wasn't anti-Semitic. There we go, Semitic. Uh, Anti-Semitic because, A, it wasn't saying that um, they were lesser than the black Israelites or anything to that nature. They were just saying that it's it's kind of a a give or take uh, type of thing. But uh, continue, continue on, brother. Man, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if I should, but like it's, it's crazy because <laughs> <laughs> you know I feel like I'm just gonna like you know continue like I'm just gonna continue to go in, but it's just crazy, man, because you know I'm trying to look at this thing and, and trying to and I'm, I don't want to say I'm tipped on, but like I really am trying to be as careful as I can about it, just because you know I understand you know you know we we we, we trying to be you know as objective here as we can, but I mean you know. We we know that certain you know people have you know their sensitivities about certain topics and, and what have you. But at the end of the day, man, it's like you know what is the truth? You know, can we? This this is a time. If, if there was ever a time to start just saying fuck all these lies, fuck all this bullshit, fuck the occult, fuck all of this 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 fantasy that y'all are living in. Like, let's get to the damn facts. And why can't if we don't throw these r- r- random ass regular white people you know in, into the wolves? Like, let's talk about you know let's talk about how you know, Jewish slave trading records date back to 498 AD in Italy. Like they are the original, you know, propagators of this, you know, of, of this trade. Like this whole this whole uh, concept of, of slave trade. Like I mean, it, it by the ninth and tenth centuries, you know, they were a major force in the slave trade and in, 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 in the whole European continent. And, and it, it just it, it basically you know came from that. And you know, it, it was crazy because at the same time, you know, it, it, there are all these tensions. And Europe were developing because of that. And, you know, people were, you know, kind of getting upset with them about that. You know, they, they were getting expelled from so many countries. I mean, the expulsions are just, I mean, they got expelled from France like four times. I mean, it expelled from Spain in 1491, expelled from Portugal, I believe, 1497. Like, yeah, like all these, you know, I think England was 1290, like all these countries, you know, were, were you know, having issues with them because of the slave trade and because of the, the human trafficking and because like, and, and I don't want to, you know, um, you know, try to pigeonhole all Jewish people in this because it's not, you know, literally every person. We understand that. Correct. Um, but at the same time, you know, people have to, you know, um, come to grips with things that have happened historically, you know, as a, um, you know, as, as somebody who, you know, has ancestors who might have done a certain thing, you have to, you have to acknowledge that, you know, I can acknowledge, you know, my ancestors might not have, um, you know, did things properly and it might have, and it led to our defeat, you know, and I have to acknowledge that. Yeah. I can't, I can't sit here and say, you know, oh man, you know, we, the, you know, we, we basically, you know, handled our shit and we handled our business and we, we, we defended our shit. We, we didn't. And that's how we got invaded. And that's how we ended up in the situation that we are. I have to accept that. So I don't understand why, and, and, and you know, white people clearly they have to accept, you know, their role and, 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 and how they, you know, got here and, and, and all this shit. And then, you know, why can't, why can't we hold 
y'all accountable also. This isn't saying that you're doing it. This is saying, hey, you know, your ancestors did some bullshit. Like, accept it. Like, I don't understand why that is so right. impossible because we are living in some fantasy where a certain group of people is just uh, uh, portraying themselves as the victims of society when they run the fucking world. They own all the banks. Literally all of them. From I, I mean, it it it, it uh, not just the banks. I mean, it's the damn media. Anything that can control how you think, they they, they run the shit. So I just don't really get the whole um, victimization aspect of this. It's like I mean, dog, y'all on top. I mean, act like you know what I'm saying. Like, like why, why right. does it be like this whole you know sob story? And then you know I don't want to get into obviously um you know this thing that happened you know back in the 40s um over there in germany but only thing i'm going to say on that is just you know if you were to research the number of people of that certain you know um you know culture who were living in germany at that time or who was living in europe at that time you would come to a conclusion that these numbers don't add up um it's not even close to this six million that you've been, you know, basically propagating to us over the last, I don't know what, last century, essentially, through books, through media, through, you know, diaries and through all this shit. I mean, like, I'm just saying that there is a lot of history that has been fabricated. And I think it's time that we start to wake up and pay attention to who is fabricating this history. Exactly? Who actually is doing it? You know, because we, we blame regular white people yeah. everything, don't we? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, let me let me stop it real quick, my brother. Uh, yeah, um, you 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 are right. Uh, there is a lot of um fabrication in that, but you know, of course, like like the corona, that event was a very real thing. So, you know, let's not we're not taking the severity of that, but also slavery and Jim Crow and the lynching of millions or thousands or, you know, a good bit of our ancestors was also a real thing as well. But uh, I came to uh, a thought um, while you were saying that, and I was like, why, you know, if they're on top, why do they they do that? It's, it's because, you know, when when you're on top, you stay on top by uh, not showing your hand. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, like, say, for instance, like the rich person uh, will have a billion dollars but dress like a bum. You will be the most powerful, but you will uh, you will remember, um, you know, those that event that was was very severe for for that culture. Yeah. Um. And we're able to uh, group together and, you know, kind of commute, you know, because the tribe, as they call themselves, um, into a way to, to uh, you know, go up the, the ranks or, you know, continue to, to stay powerful. See, I was thinking a lot. It's like the difference, the main difference between them and us is, you know, we we could learn to be more uh united in that front you know kind of uh unite in our victimness if that's a word 
But the only difference, of course, you know, main reason being the color of our skin is that when we, uh, you know, uh, say something about what has happened all those years ago and what is still happening to us, we are uh, seen as complainers uh, opposed to, um, you know, certain uh, culture seen as a, uh, a uh, current, you know, you know, a reminder of a tragedy. So, you know, moving along because we can we can very much uh, go into a deep, deep, deep dive into this. I'm going to and say that you it, that is a very good idea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, should, we should move on. And don't now to you know the, my my Jewish homies. And and everybody, you know, listeners, I know there's a few a few of y'all that actually listen to the show. So, you know, we can definitely have y'all on and we can have a a, a conversation about it. Um uh because it, it it's it's very leveled and you know we should never uh do oppression uh comparisons. Uh, and that's that happens a lot with our two cultures, I, I found out. But just like we've tried to defend that point, Stephen Jackson uh, got shot in the foot as well for doing the same thing that we just did. Cross <laughs> Yes. <laughs> he basically said, you know, uh, pretty much the same because he, he's definitely been around um, uh, the nation um, as of, of late because he has became a voice. Um due to uh, him being such a close friend to George Floyd and, um, you know, like pretty much, uh, I believe, like the godfather or something to his daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's, he's very, he was very close. That was like one of his homeboys. Like, and it's like he got close to, you know, the honorable uh, minister, Louis Farrakhan, and um he he just defended Deshaun Jackson on what he was uh, he was saying, and of course, like you know, you would probably uh, get if we were famous. He got backlash um, because it's like you know we can't you know we aren't allowed to question things. We have to accept our our lot um, in life. Um, especially in America's, like, it's a lot of deal with it. Um, and our struggle is bigger than your struggle. But, you know, I don't like to compare struggles, you know, like I said earlier, because everybody goes through things. Um, so, yeah, they definitely try to get, uh, Steve, uh, Steven Jackson out of the paint. Um, and, um. I did see a lot of uh who was it? Who was was it was it uh JJ Reddick? Uh who was it was it was one of the the black um I mean white uh basketball players or no 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 Julian Edelman. There oh, we yeah, go. Julian Edelman, yeah, I did yes, Julian yes, Julian Edelman told Sean Jackson that he should go to DC and they could go to the Holocaust Museum and then after they can go to because, of course, Julian Edelman is a Jewish fellow, and then he said they can go to the uh, African American uh, Museum afterwards, and then after they can grab a burger and some drinks, and have that uncomfortable conversation 
which I feel will be actually very necessary because if you see both of those traumatic events back to back, you know, you, 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 you will understand because I hear that the first half of the African-American museum is terrifying and very frustrating if you're a black person, because the beginning of our existence on America was terrifying and frustrating because we were slaves. We were killed. We were things. We were work things. We were cattle. So, yeah. Uh, So, moving along, uh, you got anything to say before we, you know, because... I mean, I should probably chill, but the thing is, you know, I think looking at, you know, this thing from Steven Jackson's standpoint, you know, I, I wasn't I like the initial um, defense, you know what I'm saying? And I just, I think all these apologies are just really starting to rub me the wrong way just because I feel like if you are saying something disrespectful to somebody and if you just, you know, I feel like that's different than, you know, trying to just essentially defend your people. And the thing is, my thing is this, because the divisiveness starts because if, if there is something being told and you know, many people outside of this group feel that it is untrue and that it it basically offends another group of people. But that group of people can't be offended because they don't know who they are and they don't know who they are because that same group of people that is accusing them are the responsible for wiping away their identity. So Stephen Jackson is basically coming in here, you know, basically trying to speak up on behalf of his people. Um, should not be seen as some sort of derogatory. Um, it shouldn't have that kind of connotation uh, attached to it because all he's trying to do is stand up. And anytime a, a, a black man stands up, okay, and if he's not being, um, you know, in any type of way, um, you know, amenable to, to someone else, if he's not being sweet and compassionate, anytime a black man stands up on and try to stand up for his shit, it's always a problem. Every time, it, nobody, it, it, it always is, it, it's, it's too much for every goddamn body. And, and I just feel like it, it really, um, you know, and I appreciate him kind of walking back some of those, uh, you know, those apologies, like literally immediately after the CNN. I feel like immediately after that CNN apology, somebody must have just like, I don't know if it was Matt Barnes or whoever, like, nigga, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? And he immediately right. got back on, on it and was like, look, man, fuck all this shit. My bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 I get it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I kind of, I appreciate him for, for doing that. Um, you know, um, it's just, um, it, it's a lot baked into that topic. And I don't, I, I, I know I'm kind of, you know, uh, going, going in a little bit when it comes to that. So I'm trying to, you know, take a step back, but man, oh man, it is, it is, it is just a tapestry of just intertwined deception. And I mean, it's just like, I've never, I, I've, I've done a lot of, you know, obviously a lot of historical research and it's like, there's never been a bigger um, rabbit hole that I've gone down than that one. Like that, that one was the one that just really fucked me up because it, it so much was revealed going down that rabbit like that nobody goes down. Nobody ever goes down because we just take everything no. we hear at, at face value. Um, and I, I couldn't believe what I found. Um, and I, I, when I realized that, you know, a lot of other, you know, you know, scholars and, and a lot of people who have also, um, you know, been able to, you know, put me on, on, on game on some things, you know, they've kind of come to a lot of these same conclusions. It, it just kind of, and you see these conclusions coming out in, in posts like this. Um, 
it's, it, it just really makes you think, man, um, of, of where we could be as a society if we just kind of start telling the truth. Like, why does why do things have to be built off of lies? Because when lies go unchecked, they can, can lead to, you know, permanent problems. And if you, you have people who are, you know, essentially, you know, doing human trafficking all the way back to the days of the Crusades and you see, you know, Obviously, you see a Weinstein, an Epstein, like you see the same shit going on in 20 fucking 20. It makes you think, well, damn, if shit goes unchecked, hmm, maybe just maybe justice won't fucking be served. So maybe just maybe we can try the truth. I'm just I'm just putting that shit out there because as some it's truth got to be told. Right. Yeah. Information is necessary. That's one thing that I would say black people need to uh, focus on. If we have more information and we actually listen to it. Yeah, it would be uh, we would be in a better spots. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, so moving along because we, we, we as we stayed on that, we actually will be back on this conversation a little later. Oh, uh, due to, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, I want to give a special shout out. To Cam Newton, uh, the new quarterback for the New England Patriots. Yeah, man. Shout out, Cam. Yeah. You know, one year, seven million, all good. Uh, actually, saying how much he made made me think of another quarterback that we'll talk about right after uh, we talk about Cam. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's you know, I think him and Bill Belichick, if Cam can humble himself. Mm-hmm. Well, might might work, but uh, I don't know. I just don't know, actually. Really, it just don't feel right. Like Cam in New England, like what the hell? Like even seeing another a quarterback in New England already feels weird. But for that nigga to be Cam Newton the ball people, like it just what the fuck? Like it just how did we get here? How? I don't know. I think I have a problem with Carolina. To be honest, I just don't think. I feel like when somebody just gives your franchise everything, literally puts your franchise on that fucking map, like literally that franchise is synonymous with Cam Newton. I mean, like motherfuckers weren't really just out here checking for the Panthers before that. I mean, like obviously we had like the good Julius Peppers years when they had an amazing defensive line, you know, uh, Chris Jenkins and you know, Mike Rucker and Brinson Buckner. We remember those boys, you know, we remember Dan Morgan at linebacker. We remember that squad, uh, Steve Smith, you know, we remember them, but at the end of the day, Cam is synonymous with with the Panthers, and it was. It, it, I just, and the fact that y'all did that in, in in favor of getting a guy like Teddy Bridgewater, I think it just kind of goes. Um, it, it it just it just it don't it don't it don't look right to me because I mean like I just feel like he should have had a, 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 an opportunity to to get his team back. Like I just don't think you know. Oh man, I was banged up this year. You know, like we we getting you the fuck out of here. Like it just it, it don't really make sense to me. Like where is the fucking like loyalty? Like where is the like I understand like you know it's a business. You know shit happens. You know I understand like oh man yeah yeah oh man my, my right guard is you know he he ain't the same. Like, okay cool, but like that's different from somebody who was brought. How much money do you think Cam Newton has brought Carolina? Like I'm like I, let's just like oh. Realistically, uh, when amongst the charities and um, just sold out tickets, I would say <laughs> just, just spitball here. Probably about two point seven billion. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I mean, I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, let's let's not get it wrong. NFL teams make a lot of money. A lot. So, Two point seven billion is not a, a outrageous number for the amount of time because he was on there like ten years, right? Yeah, about, like twenty. Yeah, 
okay, about nine, nine, eight, nine years. So, right. yeah, that is about a steady amount that he had brought in that team. It's probably more realistically uh, with, uh, you know, that Super Bowl season that he had. Uh, but, yeah, man. I just I, I I don't get it. Um, so I, I don't really I don't I don't really fuck with that move by Carolina. Obviously, you know they have you know basically doubled down on you know not having um, you know uh, that spectacular threat at quarterback anymore. You know I'm not hating on Teddy. You know that's another brother I wanted to see shine. I just didn't want it to come at the expense of another brother. So I just feel like it's there's enough trash quarterbacks in this league for these brothers to get opportunities without having to you know. Um, you know, take take one another's job. Like, like how, how the hell? I, I, I don't know. I, I, it's just it's tough. But we knew New England was going to be a, a, one of these teams that had to go get a quarterback, and people have been connecting Cam with New England for a long time just because he was available. They had no quarterback. It seemed like an obvious move. Uh, it seemed weird. You know, I think that's why we never really heard any connections. We didn't really hear like, oh, they're talking again, or we, we didn't hear anything like that. Um, but we kind of assumed that they would probably be a potential suitor. It just. It, it, oh man, I, I don't know what to expect because I want to see Cam shine. You know, I want to see him do his thing out there, man. But, you know, I mean, I, I don't really know what he's got to work with out there. You know, I'm not very well versed on the Patriots' weapons at this time just because last year I just remember them not having a lot of fucking weapons. So I'm just like, hmm, what, what do we do here, Cam? I mean, I, and, and there's a, a case to be made that Cam is at his best when he has no weapons. I mean, we all remember the MVP season when his best receiver was fucking Ted Yen and maybe Corey Brown is probably the, the other one. Um, so we know he he works well when he doesn't have a lot to work with it for whatever reason. I mean, do we really remember the Auburn receivers? Do we remember? I mean, I, I remember, you know, I don't know, it was Emory Blake and my what's guy. It, what's that, uh, Kevin Benjamin? Uh, what's, his, what's his name? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they had a few people, you know. Like, but, like, I mean, are any of these people, like, you know, legitimate threats, really? You know, like, are they, are, did they become NFL players? Or and, and did any of the Carolina receivers really end up? You remember, I mean, remember the Kelvin Benjamin thing? We were all like, oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying, Kelvin Benjamin. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 he, he made Kelvin Benjamin, to be honest. Because he went to Buffalo and didn't really do nothing. Kelvin ain't been shit since. Like, he has not been shit since. So, you know, it just, um, it just kind of makes you wonder, um, you know, um, but anyway, I mean, obviously, you know, Carolina has, has hitched their wagon to, to Christian McCaffrey. You know, I mean, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Who is, you know, no cap. He he is an incredible uh, running back. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I can't lie. It's like if you want to hitch your wagon to, to the quintessential uh uh, running back who happens to be white, so that's even more cemented uh, with your hitch. <laughs> it's like, oh, you run like that, are you white? Man, <laughs> oh, <what>? man. <laughs> yeah, but he's clearly the face of the franchise. Yes, yes, of course. You know, it's been one of the annoying things about Carolina to me because they can't never just have like, like, like multiple big personalities at one time. Because I remember when Cam came in, I was like, oh shit, he can get to throw to Steve Smith? Yeah, let's go. And then like immediately they got rid of Steve Smith. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, that's like perfect. Like, I, I wanted to see that shit so fucking bad. You remember Steve Smith? Steve Smith, he went on to have a couple good years like in Baltimore and shit. Sure. Like, after mm-hmm. that, but, like, I was like, damn, like how the fuck do y'all do that? Like, why, why wouldn't y'all give, give Cam this monster? You know what I'm saying? And then like he finally gets McCaffrey and I'm like, oh shit, Cam finna have his weapon. And then like these niggas play what, like half a season together or some shit? And it's like, it's already done. You know what I mean? So it's just like, it's just a very annoying and frustrating the way they, they, they uh, go about doing business. But I guess that's just how they want to do it. They're not, they're not going to have one 
uh, more than one big money guy at a time. I mean, it is a salary cap uh, league, so I mean, I get it. Uh, but it's just, you know, it's a little unfortunate. But I'm hoping for the best for him up there in New England, man. I'm just not very confident just because, I mean, outside of Julian Edelman and, I mean, Josh Gordon's gone. Antonio Brown was there for like a week. Um, you know, Gronk is gone. Uh, you know, obviously, I mean, like, who the fuck, who the fuck is left? Like, I don't really know who he's going to be throwing to uh, up there in New England. Um like I don't know, like I don't know what their offense is is going to be. I mean, they got Sanu up there still, right? Um, but Julian Edelman and Muhammad Sanu are like underneath guys. Like, who's the who's the deep who's the deep threat? Like, who who the fuck is taking the top off the defense? You know, you can't Cam got that cannon, man. Like, who, I, I just it's just not really. Um, I don't know. I'm just I, I don't have a lot of optimism about this setup, but it is Bill Belichick. I mean, I I, I think you know, obviously he's got a. He's got his way about uh, how he does things, and he tends to usually come out, um, you know, I want to say on top, but, you know, he's always a competitive team. I mean, they've got Nikhil Harry, a guy they drafted, um, I believe, last season. So, I mean, maybe we'll see something coming yeah. that we not we don't see coming. Um, the offensive line is decent. So, hopefully. Yeah. Which um, is better than what he had in the past. Yeah, maybe, maybe you know, I mean, you got Sony Michelle, um, you know, obviously. Um, you know, that could be okay. Uh, James White is a good, you know, receiving running back out of the backfield. Um, so, I mean, I think he'll, he'll be able to do some damage. Um, and the defense is solid. I mean, let's be honest. It was the number one defense in the league last year. The defense was right. like, yeah, if you drafted that fucking defense last year, motherfucker, you was probably in the championship. Okay. So <laughs> that's, that's a fact. So it's, it's um, uh, you know, he got something to prove. So we'll be watching. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Facts. But, uh, speaking of quarterbacks, who uh, got paid? Pat Mahomes. Oh man, did he get paid? Whew. Ten years, uh, four hundred seventy-seven million, five hundred three million with incentives. Uh, one hundred and seventy-seven injury guaranteed. So, <laughs> no matter what, he will get one hundred and seventy-seven million. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> So, uh, you why know, play? That, like, why play? Like, like oh, I get 177 million to do nothing for the rest of my life. Okay, great. All right, just pull it. Just pull it. Uh, Jamarcus or a uh, fucking Albert Hainsworth and say, "Fuck it, 177 million to do nothing." Okay, got it. So if he gets hurt tomorrow, you know, not not putting, wishing nothing on him, right. he at least gets 177 million. Wow. In the course of ten years, Ooh. so uh, biggest sports contract ever. Uh, biggest NFL uh, uh, contract ever. Biggest money they ever gave a black person because, you know, he does claim to be black even though he sounds like Kermit the Frog. Uh, <laughs> he's got he's got, he's got a little Julie with him. You know, it's, 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 mm-hmm. uh, you know it is what it is. Well, he, he, he can't wrestle he can't Wilson his way out of this one. He <laughs> is. She's definitely <laughs> locked down with him. Like she's not letting him go. Can you imagine that shit? Like, can you imagine trying to leave? Like, like that shit wouldn't even like this motherfucker is like got constant GPS on his ass. Like this man has straight low jack on, on him at this point. Like, good luck getting away. She making sure he good. She making sure everything. You know, he's like, yeah, I'm thinking about getting a motorcycle. No, you're not getting a motorcycle. <laughs> He probably, he probably won't. He probably have a driver now. Like you know, man. I am. I am just. Um, Shouts out to him. I mean, I can't even say that it's not money well spent because he is one of the best young quarterbacks I've ever seen. I've never seen a quarterback ever. 
this he much. Does no look, he does no look deep passes. Right. I mean, I just want to just take a moment. Mitchell Trubisky was just drafted to have him. I just want to put that out there. I just, yes, I just, yes. I just want to say that. I, I, that, that. The Chicago Bears literally yes, traded up. That could have been y'all. Y'all could have been, you know, y'all could have had a, a top quarterback. The Chicago Bears, literally. Now, I just, want, I just want to put this out here, okay? They didn't just draft Mitchell Trubisky. They traded up to get Mr. Trubisky. They, they looked at all these other quarterbacks. They, oh, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes. Fuck these niggas, okay? We need to get all – we need to throw more picks out here. So that we can move up to draft Mitchell Trubisky, we could have sat back wherever the fuck we were, right, and had our pick of Deshaun Jackson, um, Deshaun Watson, or you know Patrick Mahomes. But no, you know they uh, they chose a, a different route. Um, so I just want uh, you know Chicago fans to know um, we feel your pain. Um, we we understand how, how how dumb of a decision it was. It's not even like it's revisionist history because we were looking at that shit literally when it happened in, in the draft. We were like, what the fuck are they doing? Like we we knew Mitchell Trubisky in North Carolina. We knew he was okay. But we saw Deshaun Watson winning championships. You know, we saw, you know, Patrick Mahomes in this air raid offense, Texas Tech just slanging that bitch all over the place. These weren't, you know, I, I had questions about Patrick Mahomes transitioning, right? I mean, but, but the talent was obvious. So it, it, it is, um, it's just crazy, man. Like, just looking back at that, like, how the fuck in the 2017 draft does that fucking happen? Um, hope, hopefully, you know, he, he, he's able to turn it around. But man, that is just a that's gotta be a that's gotta be tough to deal with watching that shit go on behind you in the draft. Like, goddamn, like how the fuck Whew, that, that's that's a tough one. That is definitely a tough one. Oh man. Um, but shout out to that man. That is, you know, that is great, man. That is absolutely great. You know, I'm 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 truly happy for him. And Kansas City is actually wasn't a bad uh bet because they did it in a way that they can still pay other players. Right. Like, yeah. Um, you know, you got a lot of guys out there who are, you know, a lot of, a lot of high uh, profile uh, playmakers on the offensive side of the ball, guys like uh, Tyree Kill, Sammy Watkins, me, Cole Hartman, I mean, Travis Kelsey, I mean, the list goes on and on, just a myriad of weapons all over the damn field. Um, so, I mean, and the offensive line has always been good. They did a great job of building that offensive line. Kansas City has always had a great offensive line going back to those days of, you know, Will Shields and Willie Rose. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I, I think, you know, they just a, a team that they built themselves right. They're, they're champs for a reason. Uh, most people felt like they were going to be the champs this year. They, they pulled it out. Um, not, well, I guess not this year. It was last year now at this point. Um, but, I mean, it's just um, they, they made the right move. Andy Reid um, literally, uh, I don't think he's had a, a quarterback like this. Um, you know, all that time he was spending with Alex Smith. And, I, I, you know, obviously he's a more conventional, um, you know, more of a game manager quarterback. Oddly enough, being selected number one overall, which typically that's not a game manager guy kind of guy that you take in there. Um, but, you know, that's the niche he was able to carve out for himself after the early struggles in San Francisco. Shout out to him, too. Hopefully he has a full recovery out there in Washington. But and we'll get to Washington also because they we, we have to just keep continuing to call them Washington because these these motherfuckers have not, uh, you know, made the move yet. So, um yeah, man, it's just it's just a lot going on there. Um, but yeah, shout out to Kansas City, man. They look like they're going to be a, a dynasty. I mean, he tweeted that dynasty. Yeah. Shit. I, and, and most time when people say this shit, I, I pay like, okay, yeah. They, you, you, obviously, you want to. That's what you say. You know, you want to establish a dynasty. You say that shit for the fans, rah rah rah. But that shit legitimately is possible. To do. So you know, let's uh, you know let, let's sit back and watch that unfold because I think Kansas City they might have something special here. Um, what with, with Patrick Mahomes um, being already an MVP, already Super Bowl champion at age. 24. That's that's pretty much unprecedented. That's that's very true. Like 
And think about it. By the time his contract's over with, he will still be a valued quarterback. Yes. Yes. <laughs> as long as he stays healthy, he can still get another big contract. Right. I mean, he'll be 34. I mean, that's like the age of guys like Matt Ryan and all these right. guys who just recently gotten big deals. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's not like he's like fully dependent on his athleticism. He has athleticism, but he's got it fucking can. So, you know, I mean, I, I think, um, and you know, that cannon comes from his dad. And, you know, his dad was an MLB yeah. pitcher. Um, you know, back in the day, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, man, I mean, like, that shit is hereditary, man. He, he just got that, uh, got that gift. So, man, shout out to him, man. I can't even, you know, I can't hate on it, man. Like, 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 like don't try that. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, once again, shout out to him. Uh, but uh, speaking of uh, other sports, <laughs> so NBA is back. Yes, it is. Uh, it is back. Players are heading towards uh, NBA and WNBA. I like to, to say that. Um, players are heading to uh, Orlando as we speak um, to be in the bubble, uh, and you know, starting you know, starting there. What was it? Seventy is forty-eight hour uh, quarantine or seventy-two hour quarantine or something, okay. something to that that nature, and. Uh, Seeing the accommodations, uh, I would say some of them make me feel like a broke boy <laughs> because uh, I saw what Rondo put on his uh, his IG and was and call uh, a a room with a uh, big screen TV, a king size bed. You know, it seemed like a nice room to me. He called that the Motel Six. Called that the Motel Six. I was like, I mean, but like, and that's for like Rondo. I mean, I saw in uh, in this Cantor's room. Obviously, they took out uh, a queen size bed and just put some tables and uh, chairs in there. Uh, (laughs) I mean, this is like what they expect. You know who room I want to see though? Who they probably won't show? What's that? LeBron's. Of course not. They don't want to show that shit. They, they, LeBron they room. LeBron room is gonna look like his living room or bedroom. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I think, <laughs> I'm pretty sure LeBron is well taken care of. I mean, so they're in Disney World, correct? Yeah, yeah, um, they are in Disney World. Inside Disney World. I just think that you know, it's just it's, it's just wild to me, like the. Um, obviously the bubble, you know, it, it was something I was not really on board with. But um, the Motel Six comments by Rondo is um, I'm just looking at photos of this place. Um, this is not this is not bad, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, this is uh, this is this looks like a nice room to me. I mean, I just I, Rondo. Yeah, I, I was like. I, honestly, maybe I'm maybe I'm a, a poor a poor man because that that looks <laughs> that looks like a pretty darn good room to me. That looks like a a hundred and fifty dollar uh a night room to me. Right. It, it looks like yeah, it would be nice for us. Like because like, I mean, it looks like it would be like one of the like a suite at Marriott. You know, not nothing like five five stuff, but like that's like a really nice fucking place. You know what I'm saying? So if you live Right. You were chilling there for like you know a day or you know you, however long your stay is, you was chilling that room. But he yeah. was like, he made he made it look like the the port. I said I've seen some some motels now. Yes, being and, in 
going to a black college, you know, and you want to step away from the campus. Right. I've seen some some motels now. Yeah, <laughs> and that is not a motel. It like, is not by the furthest stretch. <laughs> I just uh, I don't really get it. Um, but I mean, hey, I mean, I just don't understand how he can complain when his WNBA counterparts are living in actual shitty confines um, yes. and are being placed in, in really fucked up scenarios. And I, I kind of, um, you know, I don't know if you wanted to transition to that, but the thing is, yeah. man, like, I think it's, it's incumbent upon the NBA players and NBA guys. And as I say, as I'm taking a look at Ennis Cantor's room, which looks very similar to Rondo's, um, a little bit smaller. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's, and it's Cantor, though. Yeah. Um, I I don't think that's, and I think the only thing I I will say about that is I can kind of get it from a standpoint of it's not just a room that you would be living in under normal circumstances, like a a normal hotel room. You're probably going to be confined to this place because of COVID and this bubble situation for a very long period of time. So I can kind of understand a little, I'm talking about like a little bit what you're saying when it comes to that Ennis Cantor and Regina Rondo, but at the end of the day, man, um, you know, it's very hard for me to, to really sympathize with something like that when I'm seeing what this is going through on the other end. I mean, like when I'm seeing mouse traps and fucking, you know, fungi and all kinds of bullshit and in these in, in these uh, hotel rooms they got, you know, stained ass carpet and, 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 and dirty ass laundry rooms and shit that they're dealing with. Like it just it kind of it kind of tells the story that, you know. I think it's it's very important for, you know, the NBA players and they do a good job of this for the most part to to kind of stand up for those WNBA players because at the end of the day, they got so much power, you know, when it comes to that. And that's kind of why I was, you know, hinting at, you know, them not necessarily doing this because I felt like, you know, when you have when you when you're in a position of power, you need to, you know, um, you know, do what it takes, you know, to um, you know, to solidify that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like like, you know, use the fucking power. And I feel like they just, you know, capitulated to whatever the fuck, you know, the owners wanted to do. They they set up this weird ass bubble and, and I just it didn't never really look right to me. It didn't never seem right to me and clearly it didn't seem right to Kyrie either. And I'm sure we'll probably hit on him a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But it, it just I, I I'm I'm already getting like these vibes about it. Like I don't know how this shit is gonna go. Um obviously, you know, COVID is a is out there and everything like that, um, you know, in its uh, potency and all that is, is obviously up for debate. But, you know, I think it's it's just one of those things, man, where, you know, people are trying to be careful, people are trying to be safe. So many players have already uh, removed themselves from it. And it, it, I feel like it's just getting more and more watered down as the day is going by. Um, I'm, 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 I'm obviously, you know, going to be interested to see how everything unfolds. It's it's obviously quite the experiment. I don't know if these games are going to be looking like we're watching a practice. <laughs> I don't know how this is going to go, but um at the end of the day, man, I think it would just be a very powerful move for the NBA players to just kind of say, hey, man, fuck this shit, man. Like, what, what are y'all doing with them? Like, why, why do y'all got them in this, in this situation? Um, right. And, and obviously, you know, we know that we, we get the we get the money um, conversation here. We understand the money that the WNBA brings in versus the money that the NBA brings in. We know it's, it's not even close. But the thing is, the WNBA is acting as a subsidiary of the NBA, so meaning that the NBA has the authority to – 
you know, uh, basically allocate funds where they see fit. If they want to, you know, give these systems a little more, um, you know, uh, amenities, then they are able to do that. Now, we did see them take the steps to give them, you know, better pay. You know, we did see that, I believe, last year. Um, so, I mean, that that is a, a positive step. But at the same time, man, you can't do that. And then, you know, with your other hand, do some underhanded shit like this. Like, oh, we all want better pay? Well, you better... S- Sleep in this shitty ass hotel, or like, 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 how did, how does that work? Like, like, you gotta. That's why I feel like it's up to the brothers to set up. Because I mean, at the end of the day, we had an episode on this podcast a couple weeks ago talking about cleaning house and how, you know, if the black man is not standing up for the black woman, who is? So yeah, the, and, and this is a, a excellent, excellent example of that because it's like, you know, the majority of the, the uh, I think it's like eighty percent of the WNBA is uh, black women, you know, and it's like. You got, you got, you know, y'all got, y'all got money. Disney pretty much owns, you know, the NBA in a, in a sense. Y'all can put everybody in, in, um, in decent, uh, uh, lounging. Um, so like, why you got them out there, you know, with the rats and, in in the mill, uh, looking like trash. And it's like, you know, you got the NBA players with, with um, pinball machines and all the new gaming systems and, you know, pool tables and, and all this, you know, you know, whole media room. And they got, you know, you know, they got themselves. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, I hope you got a good book. Cause you know, the wifi ain't going to be good enough for you to play games. Cause I'm pretty sure they, you know, cause you, you see a lot of these young players bring their, you know, gaming systems. I don't see the WNBA players, especially what I saw. I don't, I don't think you could be able to put your gaming system in there and expect it to be back when you come back from your game. Yeah, that seems like that kind of place, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. So, yeah, it's, it's not a good look. Um, you know, as much as I miss basketball, you know what I'm saying? I, I just, man, like I, I just continue to have this weird feeling about all this shit and it's just like man um you know i mean we saw apparently i don't know if that was today uh i've just been seeing it all over the place people talking about you know joe johnson is out here playing in some league called tbt i don't know what that is um but like that's how starved we are for basketball like it it is a legitimate thing like we really want it (laughs) you know what i'm saying because um but man, I, I I I continue to just be very uh very skeptical. So hoping for the best there. Hopefully these brothers can stand up for for them. Um, you know, I mean, if they don't, I mean, I don't I, I don't I don't know what to say. Um, but you know, I mean, things things got to get better, man. And I mean, if if you know, once again, you know, if, if we're not gonna do it, who the fuck gonna do it? You know, what I'm saying we're just gonna continue to let them get ran through the mud. Continue to let them get you know, uh, basically, uh you know, cast to the side and, and, and their opinions and, and don't really matter. I mean, they posted this shit. I mean, have we heard anything? Have we heard any updates from the WNBA on that? I've not seen anything. So yeah, I just think it's just, uh, it's not a great look. Yeah, it's definitely not a great look. So, you know, get it together, NBA. Get it together. Let's do it. Um, so, man, uh, Speaking of going back to football real quick, uh, with the everything that's going on racially, uh, everybody's been uh, up in arms um, about you know racial thing. Very sensitive times. 
uh, like Cleveland uh, Indians, they're they're uh, planning on changing their name. Are they? Are what they? What's the word that they're saying? They are reviewing uh, possibilities of a name change. In uh, one team, um, the the Washington Redskins. It seems that everybody's trying to get off that sinking ship uh, with ownership, right. and because you know they think it's time for them to change their name. Well, it's been time for them to change their name because that's a highly offensive uh, <laughs> uh, team name. Uh, so this is like, what do you think, man? He's like, of course it's time, but what do you think they should call them? Like, you know, do you think it's going to happen before the season starts? I don't. I think Dan Snyder has proven time and time again that he does not give a fuck. Um, I don't expect him to make some change within the next month. That's when, you know, training camp is probably going to be up and running. Um, I, I, I don't see it coming. Um, Dan Snyder is basically uh basically stood very firm in this. Uh, essentially, that's just going to be his legacy, apparently, at the, at the Washington Redskins owner, because he's literally not done anything but make bad uh, bad free agent signings um, and, and, and refuse to change the name of the team. Um, and it's, it's caused like a, a rift, you know, in a lot of ways, you know, in that community, in the D.C. community. It's a very, very, very high black population um, up, up there. And, you know, and, and I say black for a reason, uh, because, you know, obviously, if you take a look at that helmet and you look at that logo and you see the players look exactly like the logo. I, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but it's just yeah. crazy, man, when you like literally sit here and, and you, you, you have everybody in the country essentially telling you, listen. You're being an idiot, okay? And the the, the unmitigated ego of, of an owner, and, and they, that's what happens when you're a fucking billionaire. You have a lot of, it's hard to go unchecked. Um, you know, it's, it was hard to, you know, garner uh, or have any type of, uh, you know, respect for others and, 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 and um, basically any type of consideration for others when you're a billionaire and everything in being a piece of shit has, has led you to success. So it, 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 it kind of, it, it's very hard to get through to people like that. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm not sure if this is going to happen organically, like through a Daniel Snyder kind of situation. I think it might have to be one of these Donald Sterling kind of situations where the, the league has to step in and say, we're going to take this fucking team from you um, if you don't do something. Um, I think it's going to have to come to that because I think it is really um, becoming uh, such a big deal. Um, and I think even more so than the Indians, even more so than the Braves, even more so than the Chiefs or whoever else you want to say, Seminoles, what have you, nothing is tends to be more derogatory than that. I mean, like it's, it's literally, um, it, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, and obviously there's some people who aren't offended by it, but there are some people who are, um, and, and a lot of people who should be offended by it don't really know why they should be offended by it. And that's another topic for another day. Um, but it, it's just, it, it's, it's wild, man. When you uh, really just think about like how unbelievably up to somebody can be with, when they're presented with so much evidence as to why they should make a different decision. Like I, I just, I, 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 I can't really imagine that, especially in today's climate where like everybody is trying to protect the bottom line and, and be as PC as fucking possible. Even in the fucking NFL where they will blackball you. I don't think I, I, it's, it's just crazy to me that they are that, that they are that hell bent on, on, on maintaining, uh, maintaining that, uh, name there so i, I just I, it continues to baffle me hopefully something changes i mean if something t- does change that shit is going to happen immediately because the season is literally right around the corner i imagine it's going to happen um i mean i'm guessing it's going to happen i mean I, I don't know where they are with their whole covid situation i know they're shortening the preseason and all that kind of shit but man oh man like, I, i'm i am 
I, I gotta say, man, like, I, I'm, I'm very, uh, well, I guess I'm not shocked, but it, it, it is just wild, man, to just think, like, how long is this shit gonna go on, man? Because there's a lot of Redskins fans that are literally, they can't even, they can't even say the team name no more. They don't want to be a part of this shit. I mean, you look last season, they were trash, obviously, but the, the stands were just like unbelievably empty at those stands. I mean, you see Dwayne Haskins out here, he finally get his first start and shit. He out here throwing bombs to Terry McLaurin, Terry McLaurin trying to, you know, celebrate his touchdown. I see niggas on the bottom row. I don't see nobody else in the stadium. I'm like, FedEx Field is big as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is a big ass stadium. And I mean, I don't give a damn. Like, I've, I've been to some trash ass Falcons games when they had like shitty ass seasons with Joey Harrington and Byron Leverage and all kinds of shit. But I, I've never seen a stadium as empty as the Redskins Stadium was last year. Like that shit was just unbelievably like, yeah. you know like I mean? people don't go get to games. Like it's it's gonna be real bad. Um especially this year and you know and the they they I think you're right. They they're gonna they're gonna uh down Sterling him and take the team away from him at one point because uh the 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 minority uh uh owners are trying to sell their their part of the <laughs> Of the team, and nobody wants to buy it because nobody wants to deal with them. Right, I don't blame so, I don't blame the sellers or the buyers. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's that's forty percent of, of of the team that that nobody wants to, to touch at this moment. That's a lot. So, you know, but yeah, man. Um, hopefully, they change something. You know, it's it's definitely something uh, about time that they change. No doubt, no doubt. Something got to happen, bro. We'll see. Yeah, something got to happen. Oh, man. Uh, So, on to some heavy news. Um, It's been extremely extremely, uh, hot in the city lately. Dog, bro. Not just our city. I mean, it's it's, it's every city. Yeah, Yeah. you know, uh, that holiday weekend. (laughs) Right. It was popping. It was popping, not just fireworks. That's facts. Yeah, man. It uh, it, it was going down. Um, you know, Fourth uh, July weekend. Like, I, I literally, um, you know, obviously, you know, being you know around here, man. You know, what I'm saying we, we we very quickly heard about all the shit that was going down in Atlanta. Um, seeing like all the shootings. Um, and it just kind of like you know make you raise an eyebrow. It, it was obviously like very very. Uh, it was, it was a big deal, but it was just like, like, damn, like how many motherfuckers were shot? Like, um, you know, it just, um, I don't know, man. Like it, it, it's crazy. Like when you think about it, I mean, I think, so, I mean, I think the numbers I saw were 31 people were, were shot. Right. Um, but yes. it was 11 shootings total. Uh, um, yeah. And then, you know, it, it just kind of makes you think like, damn, like, like what the fuck is going on, um, out here to where, you know, people think that, you know, this is, you know, um, just like some normal shit. So like, and I, cause I just seen people like, Oh yeah, man, you know, she's like, bro, like, that shit ain't normal. Nigga. Like what the fuck? Um, so like, like I mean, <laughs> um, Edgewood, right. Me and you, we, we both been to Edgewood, uh, a few times in our day. Okay. Um, Edgewood, you know, it might be a fight. It might be somebody that, um, might, might let the thing sing once, but, it's never yeah. been an incident where eight people get shot in never. one night. Never. Never. I was like, bro, the most you'll see around the city is like a, like one person gets shot, uh, killed. I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, it's a 
it's a metropolitan area. Unfortunately, deaths come. But when so many people get shot in one night, that's not good, man. That's that's. And then um, off off an Auburn uh, Avenue, you know, somebody let uh that automatic uh off and kill a eight year old little girl. Rest in peace to her. Um, and when he when it comes to that. That's that's unexcusable. You mean because, of course, we've been living in Atlanta for a very long time. Kids, you know, children, teenagers get shot, especially every every graduation season. It's apparently, but it's, uh, but just for to be so frequent, and especially in multiple cities that it was like kids getting shot. It's not you know it's it's unacceptable. And, you know, we talked about the 31 in Atlanta, but I mean, my nigga, like it was literally 67 in New York shot, 13 fatally. Right. And, you know, kind of to your point, man, because you were just uh, mentioning that it wasn't just Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Like that that was um, I think I just said New York. That was Chicago. Excuse me. Um, they had that that uh, those people shot um, 67 shot and, uh, you know, 13 of those were fatal. And then in um, in NYC. You know what I'm saying? We had 64 shot and 10 dead. You know what I'm saying? And it apparently happened in Philly also. So I'm, it just makes you wonder, you know, when you start looking at this kind of shit and, you know, I, I hate to be, you know, that person, but it's just like when you, when you start paying attention to this shit and it's just like we start talking about like these narratives and, you know, how how they can be uh, manipulated and, and you know, you look at all these cities, you know, all four Democratic cities with high black, high black uh, populations. You know, it, it, it makes you wonder, you know, um, because it's a lot of niggas in Chicago, a lot of niggas in Gary, Indiana. These niggas would literally tell you, like, bro, like, a lot of these killings, like, they ain't us, but, like, they, they hunting us. And, 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 and it, 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 but they paint it out to make it look like, oh, these niggas, it's just gang violence. These niggas just killing each other. But, like, literally, these niggas motherfuckers are getting, like, sneak attacked by motherfuckers they don't even fucking know. Um, and it, 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 it makes you wonder. And, and I don't want to, you know, just kind of just throw accusations onto shit all the time but it's just like in in this climate today what everything is going on and obviously you know we know what these agendas you know can be you know we already know about the agenda of trying to take they're trying to take all the fucking guns right and, and we, we've seen that you know with oh you know let's 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 let's, let's get these shootings going you know we saw a a, a a frenzy of shootings over the past, I don't know, four years or whatever. Um, and we was like, oh man, there's a shooter, there's a shooter, there's a shooter, trying to get the American consciousness to think that guns are just something that just needs to be thrown out the damn window. And the, the problem with that line of thought is, and it's something I just, I refuse to subscribe to because, like, oh man, some, some people got shot. Like, take everybody's guns. Like, like whoa, you know, because at, at the end of the day, what that does is, you know, it, it puts you in a position to where you are not able to defend yourself from anybody. So, you know, if somebody, if, if they take everybody's gun and somebody fuck around and has a gun, that person has so much more power than they did before. Um, and especially when you're dealing with government entities and you're dealing with people who do underhanded sneaky shit and people who, you know, send hits and, 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 and all kinds of shit. People are running to people's houses. Obviously, we're, we're going to continue to, you know, get on the ground Taylor thing. I mean, it's, 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 it's crazy to me. Like when you see some of these events play out and you see how, who they are painting out as the people who need to be put in check, like, oh, look at these niggas. You know, like that, that, that's essentially what we have here. And then, you know, just to piggyback off that, you know, you have these situations where you have people going into these ghettos, you know, pretending to be police officers. We have this situation. Man, I had that. I was watching that video. Um, 
God, that had to be yesterday or yesterday evening of the uh, the individual who was pretending to be a police officer in, in full uniform trying to arrest people so that he can fucking kidnap them and, 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 and or murder whatever the fuck he's yeah. doing and taking them in those car and taking them in the car and get taking them the fuck out. Where the fuck are you going? You're not even put a real police officer. He gets fucking arrested, but gets arrested, you know, respectfully. Like, like imagine if a nigga was doing that shit. Imagine if we was doing, like we would we would have got an elbow, we would have got the, 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 the nightstick, we would have got all this. We would have got, got fucked up over some shit like that. And it's just like, all yeah. right, or you know, let's 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 gently take you away. Like fuck that. Bro. Like I'm like I'm I'm, I'm sick of that shit like, i'm sick of the, the double standard i'm sick of all that shit bro it's just like at the end of the day you know we as people man we got to like really step up and and, and and recognize shit and i appreciate i'm shouting out like some of the people in a lot of these communities because they calling shit out they recording shit they putting shit on blast um you know obviously we, there's more work that needs to be done there but obviously that shit is a it is a good step because man like you, you got to put this shit out and in, in, in the forefront man and we got to we got to protect our own communities because these motherfuckers are we, we are under attack and and, and if, if we don't step up and protect the community nobody will yeah exactly and like Especially with the young girl that got shot. Um, that one seemed a little fishy to me. Yeah, now, yeah. the the Edgewood, uh, that, <laughs> I see what happened with that. That was more of a, you know, dispute and, you know, just letting the chopper sing kind of thing. But um, the spot where the kid was, you know, she was spot, you know, the area. Especially with the whole Rashad Brooks, the Wendy's right near there, there. Like right yeah, there. right there. It the spot is literally right there. If you know, for those who aren't familiar with Atlanta, it's, it's really in the literally same spot. So, and they just saw a dude. They don't. They, they don't have any. Um, just like the fire, they don't have anybody that uh, that fits this description. All they have is just a person. Walking away with a assault rifle. Who's that? Who's that person? Who knows? So it's just like, what's really going on? Yeah, um, it, it really makes you wonder. Um, and I mean, I'm, uh, you know, obviously on record. Uh, you know, I look at a lot of these things in a macro perspective, but you know, and I, that's why I, I appreciate you because you you basically are able to really reel reel that shit in and, and focus on the micro sometimes and and really you know point out a lot of these details and i mean that that, that was a great a great uh point that you made about like how that that proximity you know to you know the the previous shit that we saw you know a few weeks back man it, it really is crazy man and, and obviously you know everything isn't um you know tied to you know um you know some sort of uh, upper management kind of situation. Everything isn't a hit, um, but they can, um, you know, obviously uh, certainly be mixed in. And, you know, we we want to, you know, make sure that we are being vigilant and we're having, you know, honestly, a, a militant mind state, you know, these days because, you know, it's just things have kind of gotten to a point where, you know, if you're not, um, you know, taking uh, the proper precautions and, 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 and doing what it takes, um, you know, on, on a day to day basis to, to protect and, and, you know, try to, uh, you know, stay in a safe situation, man. I mean, you, 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 you getting faced with, with some decisions now where motherfuckers are like, you, you, you got to make some, some tough life decisions about how the fuck you, you're, you're protecting, you, you know, your, your people and shit. So, man, and protecting your community. So, I mean, like, I, like, I, I just, I'm, I'm kind of blown away, you know what I'm saying? Like, this shit kind of is, 
it's it, all I'm gonna say is it's a good game right now. Like it's it's like we we going back and forth, and it's like you know we're thinking like oh man things gonna be better, things gonna be better, you know. And I, I I've kind of gotten to a point now where man I, I don't I don't I, I keep hearing motherfuckers keep t- hitting me up with this shit like yeah we should get back to normal and shit like, like bro normal like <laughs> like what normal doesn't exist anymore. Like, what the fuck is normal? What did you ever know? First of all, um, right? But none of this is going back to we're going to be wearing masks, folks. We're going to be like Asia. And we're going to be wearing masks everywhere. At the very least, going to be wearing it every time you go on a plane. Yeah. Um, it is, um, it apparently, is, they made that. Well, it's, like a, it's a legal thing now, right? In, in, in Atlanta, you have to wear masks now, apparently. Keisha yeah. Lansbon. Yeah. So she got the, the COVID. Yeah, she um, don't but, the um, it is, uh, right. It, it, it is wild, man, when you think about that, because. I mean, really? You 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 uh, you're gonna make? I just don't understand how you're going to patrol that shit. I mean, like you gonna really get on you know the homeless guy for not having a mask? Like like what, what are we? Like, like oh shit! Like I, how, how do you police some of this shit? You know what I'm saying? Is it's just um, it is very interesting um, to think of like what's the what's the age range? You know what I'm saying? Like hey, every kid you know can't really you know have have a fitted mask. You know what I'm saying? What about an infant? You know do they have the shit? Do you have newborn masks? I don't know. I, that you have that so i mean it's just it's, it's very uh weird um you know when you think about you know these mandates um you know and i think um you know i don't want to go in on, on a covid tangent because we, we we've uh we've already took about yeah. quite a bit of time <laughs> but uh yeah, you know talking about uh, a certain culture of people um yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they, they 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 took up quite a bit of time but it, it's funny man because you know i think when you talk about you know the whole mask situation and we talked about i think that might have been the last episode we were talking about the mask and i was saying you know hey man like end of the day man you know i'm, I'm cool with it you know what i'm saying like if you want to if you want to wear one you know what i'm saying like i don't think that's like you know a crazy thing but i think when we get to the point where we're like you know, mandating it, you know, it, it, it gets kind of, it gets kind of tricky just because, I mean, you know, there's very real evidence out there and, and very real doctors, you know, such as, uh, you know, Shiva Ayodora, Judy Mikovits and, and, and many others, uh, Drew Pinsky, a lot of these guys who have basically been on record and, and have been blowing a whistle on a lot of the, the uh, fuckery that, you know, Fox and friends have been doing and, 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 and been mandating. And that's why one of the main reasons why, you know, America's basically, uh, you know, uh, basically uh, cut ties with you know, the World Health Organization because of a lot of the ridiculous ideas that they've had have not uh, been working. And it does seem like there is, you know, an apparent sabotage that is trying to be, uh, you know, uh, implemented. And I mean, if, if you look at the you know statistic on the masks, you know, I mean, basically, you know, what you come back with when you uh, aren't really being, you know, uh, you know, uh, spoon fed like you know, a lot of this uh, information, you know, from these uh, mainstream uh, outlets that they, they're trying to put out, man. I mean, like, these doctors are, are, are trying to, they're blowing whistles, you know what I'm saying? You know, they don't prevent, you know, viral infections and they kind of limit the oxygen levels in your body, which you know, in turn weakens the immune system and causes you to breathe in your own carbon dioxide. And like it, it and it, it causes, you know, and, and when you, when you, when you, uh, secreting it when you're, when you're pushing out that carbon dioxide you're pushing out like a lot of other chemicals as well so when you're not getting oxygen in that's why people go out with these masks on and by the time they get home they're like man i feel awful like, i feel terrible like, I, feel, I feel like i'm getting sick it's because you, you're not getting clean oxygen you're getting shit that was waste you know like you, the the waste is, is being pushed out in the carbon dioxide when you're exhaling so when you're inhaling and you have the mask on you're not getting the oxygen first off and the air that you're able to get is compromised because it's nothing but waste that's right there sitting in the inside of that mask so when you're wearing that shit for a long period of time and going out and about you're running errand after errand you you end up 
putting yourself in, in, a, in a tough situation. That's why motherfuckers will be wearing masks and they, you know, they, they got it on for a little while. And I'm like, damn, I fucking can't breathe. Now I think I fucking might have some shit. Maybe this mask didn't work. Maybe I got to go take a COVID test. And then I take the damn test. I'm getting hit with the goddamn virus because people think that these tests are 100% legitimate. So I just, it, it just kind of, you know, it, 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 it has this. This circle and it kind of it kind of push you in, 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 into this goddamn whirlwind. So I just I just you know want people to be cautioned about this shit because yeah. at the end of the day, man, you know we're kind of you know getting on this slippery slope here. Yeah, um, that's that is the that boom slippery slope. That is the name of this episode. <laughs> it's, a, it's a slippery slope because um, yeah, I mean of course. Uh, you know, it, let me get a little blunt here, dumbasses out there. You don't wear <laughs> you don't wear your mask the whole time. I mean, the only time you wear a mask is when you're around people. I mean, that, I, I, you don't wear a mask in the car. In the car, these niggas literally like, who are you hiding from? Like, like you, you, you empty packages? See, like, I'm like my nigga, like I'm at the red light. I see a motherfucker like over there. Like, like no, nah, nigga, don't look over here. Nigga, I'm gonna get it. Wear the mask is when you are a in a uh, in a place where you'll be in close proximity to somebody, i.e., grocery stores. Um, and certainly, uh, elderly people, vulnerable people, yes. people who have a compromised immune system, like they should certainly be doing it. And and I don't I don't want to take that. Like, this message can't be lost. You know what I'm saying? Certain right. people, you know, have to be protected. You know what I'm saying? That's what this is about. But you know, for for everybody else, you know, what I'm saying it's it's it's. It's borderline. It's one of those things like, hey, I don't have a problem with it. Do what you got to do. But I think when you get to the point where you're, when you, like we said, the slippery slope, when you start mandating things, that shit gets tricky. And that's all, that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, because, you know, people don't like to be told what to do. And that's the, the end all be all to that. Uh, but uh, speaking of telling, uh, telling all, uh, you know, we were talking about the Epstein's and the Weinstein's and you know the whatnots earlier. Right. Uh, so uh, Epstein, his uh his right hand lady, his uh, I don't know what what her name is, so I'm gonna call her old girl. I heard niggas say, I heard niggas say gasoline Maxwell. <laughs> I yeah. was like, damn, is that really Jocelyn? Jocelyn, it's like Jocelyn or something. Uh, Jocelyn, Jocelyn, yeah, Maxwell. So she got she got uh she got booked. She was hiding in the middle of nowhere. Right. Uh, you know, of course, like you like you would do if you were wanted and your uh your lover and and um, you know co conspirator yeah. was was uh killed or I'm I'm sorry, uh attempted suicide. Um <laughs> allegedly. Um uh, yeah, she was fine. She was booked, and of course, you know she's willing to co- uh, to cooperate with the authorities and give the name of uh, of people that uh, Jeffrey Epstein was going to give. Uh, but you know, wo- wo- and behold, she was she uh, has COVID. <laughs> <laughs> when she was, you know, we're not a conspiracy theory podcast. You know, we're not. This, this at one point of time was a sports podcast. Oh, it was once upon a time until you know we got that cease and desist. But <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, you know, 
she was in the middle of nowhere. Just you know, just follow me here. Um, yeah. She was in the middle of nowhere. They found her. She was booked. She got COVID. No, no, she was booked. She was willing to to uh, cooperate for a lesser sentence. She got COVID, and now she's on suicide watch. Oh man. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, where to begin? Um, now, for those of you all who, for whatever reason, don't do not know uh, who Kathleen uh, Maxwell is, she is essentially the uh, the right hand woman of uh, Jeffrey Epstein, and a lot of people would describe her as not um, the right hand woman, but more so, she was the the clot to the bind. Like it wasn't like a, you know, I'm just doing what he say. Like, it's like an equal thing. Like, it's like, Oh shit, I'm, I'm in this shit too. Like I am literally trying to fucking, you know, abduct these people and, and, and you know, uh, be involved in human trafficking and, and, and rapes and pedophilia and all that other kind of shit that we, you know, have been alluding to for quite some time. And I don't know if we've been saying those words, particularly when we've been talking about a lot of the uh, corruption that's been going on, but you know, that, that is, that is, you know, of course what, what we're talking about there. Um, so, you know, it's, it's obviously disgusting yeah. shit. Um, it, it, it's, it's shit um and it needs to be eliminated and it does not need to be in some sort of way um you know propagated as some sort of uh you know preference which is i've been seeing a lot lately which has been very very disturbing but um you know so the thing about maxwell is um you know obviously she uh has a she has quite a bit of uh, information, <laughs> you know, um, that, that she's going to be able to divulge because she was, uh, you know, operating, um, you know, basically this uh, trafficking ring, essentially. Um, you know, we were talking about, uh, I believe, a few episodes back when we first kind of started getting into a lot of this shit uh, about, you know, the 600 plus arrests that were made. Um, and, you know, obviously, um, you know, we've been seeing a lot of these, uh, you know, uh, you know, elites and these celebrities, you know, kind of just, uh, <laughs> and I know we, we just talked about, you know, Hey, I have COVID. Um, but, um, you know, and that's why they, they, you know, they can't be seen, you know, oh, yeah, man, I got COVID. So you know, I'm gone, but they're gone in other ways. Um, and then a lot of them have gotten snatched the fuck up, um, you know, uh, you know, and, and been arrested. Now the thing about Maxwell is it's the first public, uh, arrest that we've seen. Um, because, you know, the thing about these indictments is when they go out, people don't really realize this, that these are unsealed indictments when they initially go out. That's why somebody will go and, you know, oh, man, that person has been arrested. But then we hear about the indictment a few months later. That person's already been arrested. That person's already been going through that. The indictment just has not been unsealed yet. So this is a situation where her indictment was unsealed. So, you know, we were able to see that, you know, she had, you know, we were able to see the initial six counts that she was charged on. Um, and, and then when you look into the indictment, you see that it was 30 counts. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, you know, this motherfucker has, you know, been been obviously working, you know, through like these underground tunnels and, you know, the, she has a fucking submarine license. Like what the fuck do you have that for? I know she's uh, Russian and shit, but it's just like, like, like what are you using that shit for? And, and it's pretty clear at this point, you know, we, we, we're all pretty much very well aware of a lot of what's been going on there um, with, with these, um, you know, with, with, with the trafficking, uh, with human trafficking. And that's why, you know, it's, it's just, it, it's, it's crazy, man. Um, I, I don't really uh, know what to think about, um, her being transported to the same prison that Jeffrey Epstein, you know, allegedly, you know, died at. Um, obviously, I, 
this is not a conspiracy podcast, as my, as my guy just said. Um, but I, I, you know, I, if you believe Epstein is dead, I mean, believe it. Um, <laughs> we, we obviously see into the transactions that happened shortly after that alleged death. That they're like, oh, let's not look into the transactions in this account. Um, so, I mean, I, I just, um, it's like, it's one of those things that, and obviously Harvey, he whines and I was just get all, he just, his health just goes to shit as soon as he's investigated. Um, he can't even fucking walk. Um, it's just, oh man, it's, 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 it's just, um, if, if this motherfucker dies, I'm just gonna say this right now. Like, I, I, they somebody somewhere, because I mean, she's in FBI custody. Obviously, the FBI has been complicit with a lot of this shit. I mean, from James Crowley on down, we know all about the corruption there, uh, working hand in hand with Hillary and Pizzagate and all that kind of shit. Um, and I mean, I, I just think that you know, if she go, if she ends up dead, okay, I, I know everybody's gonna have their damn assumptions about who the fuck did it. But I'm just going to say, think about who has the most to lose when it comes to her and think about <laughs> what who she could possibly roll over on. That's how you kind of are able to determine who might have an incentive to take this motherfucker out. Um, so I'm just saying, keep a very close eye on Hillary, on the FBI, um, because there's a very good chance some shit might go down. And also there's a very good chance that, hey, maybe a death happens. And maybe she isn't really good. Maybe she's, you know, doing the Epstein thing where she's probably riding off into some sunset. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, we have to, you know, really, um, you know, pay attention to a lot of this stuff, man, because, you know, I, I, I'm, I was surprised by, you know, how few people, um, you know, really knew about a lot of the heinous details of these cases. Um, and I know a lot of it is because we don't want to look at it because, you know, it, it disturbs our spirit and we want to live in this bubble of positivity all the time. But a lot of times what that does is it makes you susceptible um, and it makes you vulnerable to a lot of the, the, um, the insidious actions uh, that are going on behind the scenes, you know, they they say that over 800,000 children go missing every year and we cannot continue to just ignore these things. We have to uh, pay attention to them and, and address them. So I'm glad that, you know, they were, um, you know, very vigilant and jumping on this motherfucker and, and, and getting her ass taking the fuck up through there because I, I don't give a fuck about, you know, you can say what the fuck you want to say about, you know, um, officials and all that kind of shit. When it comes to shit like this, human trafficking and, and, and trafficking, you know, um, you know, obviously factoring in children in this, man, like it's just like like some fuckery just has to be dealt with um, in, in, in a very, uh, very strong manner. And, you know, I've, and, and, you know, arrests, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm OK with that, you know, and, and a lot of I just I just think that, you know. We kind of got to just look at certain shit realistically, man. And, and you know, we, we, we got to we can't keep turning a blind eye to these motherfuckers. And a lot of these people, a lot of these celebrities are complicit to a lot of this fuck shit that's been going on. A lot of people that you a lot of a lot of people really look up to. And, you know, we, we, we don't we don't want to suspect people. That's a lot of this shit was going on, man. Epstein, all these people saying, oh, we had no idea. We had no, like, did, did you really have no idea or did you see hints? And, and, and didn't say shit about it because of, of money and power and oh he's got connections to Cuomo and all these motherfuckers in, in New York who are allowing him to and aiding and abetting him doing all this uh you know doing all this shit you know over at the mansion so you know we, we gotta we gotta be vigilant we gotta you know keep our minds right um because if you obviously you know we, we've said it a million times you know you'll fall for anything I was, you know stamp something you know I put that in reverse but I think y'all get the gist there but it's 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 crazy man like I, I just her her ass needs to be brought to justice. Um, if she is rolling over on people, fine. I don't give a fuck. Get all of these get all of these motherfuckers out of here. Like I, I don't give a fuck who she rolls over on. Like 
they all, y'all, need, y'all motherfuckers need to send the tanks, send the motherfucking military, go get these motherfuckers and just, and you know, I, I just don't, I, I feel like it's just, it's long overdue. I mean, this shit is not new. This is not some new development. We talked about, obviously, the history of this shit and how far it goes back. You know, we, we took this shit back to pre-Columbian days and this shit's still going on today. So if you don't nip this shit in the bud now, if we don't take care of the, these motherfucking, um, you know, these deep state pieces of shit who are perpetrating this evil, the shit will just cut and continue. So we, we, we got to just stay mindful of that shit and just, just keep it pushing, bro. But yeah, man, it's, it's a lot to unpack there. It's, it's definitely a lot. I mean, you know, really who they're trying to go after is currently, uh, you know, at the highest seat of government at the moment. So, um, you know, that is what that is. So, you know, maybe that maybe it'll work out for the favor before, you know, she mysteriously disappears, uh, is killed or has a suicide. Uh, (laughs) but, uh, you know, you know, let's get on some lighter note. We, we've been talking a while, but, uh, we are, uh, you want to, you want to discuss this, this 50 cent, uh, TI thing real quick. (laughs) Oh shit. So, okay. Yeah. This is interesting. Okay. How do you, how do you, because I mean, it, it, it would be. The, the battle itself, I think, um, you know, obviously there's a North bias, there's a South bias. Yes. Um, so, you know, me being the person that I am, I, I, I very, very uh, vividly remember, you know, when 50 came out, I very vividly remember when, T, when Tip came out. And I got to say, just being around here, man, being around Atlanta, man, it's just like, there's no way... I would not take tip in that battle. Um, I think he just got too many heaters. Um, I think he's, I, I think he would, uh, you know, obviously 50 got some good shit, man, but you know, get Richard that trying was, you know, an amazing album. Um, the, the shit after that was, was cool, but you know, that, that tends to be the one that kind of has the, 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 the most staying power. And, and, and in my opinion, uh, you know, some of the strongest cuts that he's put out. Um, so, you know, I think when you look at tip, you know, when you take it from, you know, I'm serious, um, you know, he had some good shit on there. Actually, he had Dope Boys and all that on there. Um, but, I mean, take that and then the trap music and, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it was album after album after album of just, like, straight heat. You know, obviously, until we got to, you know, T.I. versus T.I.P., which was, you know, low-key mid. And then, you know, we moved to Paper Trail where he, you know, he got he, he put it, he put it down on Paper Trail. You know, let's, let's not even, you know, um, act like he didn't, you know, rise to the occasion uh, when he got out. But then after that, you know, it, it kind of cooled off. So, I mean, he's got his... You know, I want is is it I want to say is, is it five classic? Okay, okay. So first off, I want to let you. I'm gonna give you the four first because I want you, I want to know how you how you're feeling about this before I, I go in on my uh, my opinion. Yeah, um, my 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 take is is quite simple. Um, I don't want this battle to happen. <laughs> uh, growing up in Atlanta. Of course, I have a, a South bias. I grew up on T.I.'s music, but I also grew up on 50 Cent music. So uh, as a fan of both, uh, this battle, it would be, honestly, be even. I would slightly give it to uh, T.I., but it could go either way, in my opinion. The only reason why I don't want this battle to happen is because the biases on both ends of this 
would be so uh, drastic <laughs> that that you know that will overshadow the whole battle. Right. Like, you know, New York gonna ride for fifty, oh, unwaverly, and then you know Atlanta's gonna ride with uh with Ti. So it's not it's it's not gonna be a fair matchup. It's not gonna be you know oh um I like him I like them. Right. I mean, it's it's going to be tough. I mean, obviously, they both had, you know, pretty strong mixtape careers before, um, you know, they got to the, uh, you know, got to mainstream and all that. Um, it's just, um, you know, I mean, I just, I feel like, you know, because I mean, all, all of 50 Cent, I mean, I think his first three went platinum, right? So, I mean, I, I don't, it's not like this motherfucker ain't got like, you know, they, 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 they both have, they both are very um, qualified. But it's just, um, I don't know if we would ever see some shit like that. Because, I mean, even those versus battles and shit, like, I don't know if we, it just, it just seems like an, an odd one if, if that were to go down. Like, you know, like, oh, shit, a rap battle between these two, you know, titans in the game. I mean, I, if, if there was ever time to do it, it would be now, you know, now that, you know, um, you know, they both you know, are, are kind of done with that part of their lives. I mean, I guess Tip's still rapping, I don't know. Um, but, you know, I think it would be a good time to kind of take that victory lap and, you know, just kind of, you know, Show like, hey man, you know, I was able to, I was able to accomplish this, I was able to accomplish that, um, but, but yeah, man, I think, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm obviously giving the edge to tip on that, you know, what I'm saying, I know 50, you know, he's got the massacre, he's got Curtis and all that, but I kind of really just kind of hold, um, you know, get rich that trying as, as like his, like, you know, that's like his, his shit, you know, what I'm saying, and, and like, I mean, I, I'm, I bump that shit like. I had a, I had a Walkman back then, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I literally had a CD spinning and a motherfucking Walkman listening to that shit back in the day, and that shit, that shit was riding, dog. Like, um, but I just feel like Tip's uh, overall, um, his overall uh, body of work is just too solid. Um, but it's 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 tough, man. I mean, like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm trying to think back to that uh, Get Rich or Die Trying. I can already remember patiently waiting. You know, what up, gangster, mini men. Um, shit. What else is after that? I know you got that. Uh, what's that shit like? I know you like my stuff. Like that shit was good. Yeah, like a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? P I M P. Um, but I mean, I think it's just um, yeah, bro. Like I, I gotta go a tip on that one. I, I I just got. I think the Atlanta in me just won't let me go in a different direction. Um, it's just um, the dude just uh, he got too many hits, man. And I think I don't know if it's if these are national hits, but they damn sure local hits because. This motherfucker, like, every album had, like, five songs on a goddamn radio in Atlanta. Like, it was, like, not even a, a discussion. Right. And that's why I said that it it, it would definitely be uh, extreme bias. Like, sure. you, you know, people are going to be like, oh, 50 Cent got that track. And, and people in Atlanta will be like, no, T.I. got that. So, whoo. Yeah. yeah, man. You got a favorite tip album? Uh, favorite tip album. Uh, I like King. King is good. I like King. I like um, what was, what's the name of uh the one with uh um, uh, you don't know me and motivation. Urban Legend. Urban Legend. Yeah, Urban Legend is probably my favorite. Gotcha. Uh, what about you? Yeah, I think. Those two are the one are the two for me, but like if I had to choose one, I would probably go King just because that was the first album where I was like, okay, I finally got a car. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, I was like in high school, I'm like, well, I finally got a car. 
You know what I'm saying? I finally can put a CD in this motherfucker. Yes, nigga, I'm talking about actual CDs, nigga. Um, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, and I think it just it just take me back, man. Shit was just like so ridiculous, like start to finish. I remember like never fucking skipping a, a song on that shit. Um, you know what I'm saying? So I got to do that. And then when Top Back came on, that shit was just out of, out of hand. Like that shit just it just it was just like how do you how do you how do you work with Manny Fresh too? Like that's just that's just not fair. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like so, uh, the fact that he had had Manny on there, man, and he had like Manny, uh, you know, I think uh, DJ Toomp, you know, I, and and DJ Toomp did the What You Know beat, which obviously took over the fucking world. Um, damn, yeah, like no, what you know about that is probably Ti's best record, <laughs> bro. And I, I'm telling you, bro, I thought that shit was just like a local thing. Like, I did not expect that shit to just go where it went. Like I thought it was just gonna, be, oh yeah, that's some that's some cool street shit for us down here. And I looked up, and that shit is just everywhere. <laughs> like that shit went stupid, bro. Like so, yeah. And shout out to him, man. Like because that that definitely uh, really I think took him the fuck off. And it was unexpected for me, man. I had the original bootleg of that shit. I remember because Live in the Sky didn't have Jamie Foxx on it, and it was tip yes. literally singing. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that shit was like, bro. I'm so glad Jamie got on it, cause, cause damn, uh, <laughs> that shit. It, it didn't sound that great. I ain't gonna flex, uh, but I'm glad he, he uh, you know, recognized the error of his ways and went ahead. And but Jamie, take that, uh, take that course, because that shit. Uh, you know, if you if you listen to Living This Guy closely enough, though, you'll still hear Tip singing behind Jamie. So like, if you listen to it closely enough, you can still hear him. Uh, but. <laughs> Trust me, it, 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 if, if you haven't heard it, 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 it it's not better. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, but say that to say this, because we'll, we'll go all day with that. Uh, okay. The battle shouldn't happen. It won't happen properly. Um, and, um, yeah, I don't care about it because, you know, it's going to be biased on both sides. Okay. Uh, so to uh, Black Women News. Uh, special, special shout out, you know, CW's Batwoman, um, hired, uh, cause the original Batwoman, she quit. So they hired a black Batwoman, something that never happened. Not even the comics, nothing totally brand new. It's going to be a black Batwoman, you know, and that's in doing that, that is something, uh, that's going to be exciting. Cause with these comics, you know, of course, they got the comic, uh, you know, uh, especially these comic book shows, movies, and whatever. They have the the source material, but when you you're able to create a new character uh, under the old guys, like for example, like uh, Miles Morales Spider Man, you know, having a brand new Spider Man that that was the best thing that happened to Spider Man, <laughs> right? Yeah, so. You know, when we have you know more people uh, under these same pe- under these same superhero names, then it, it you know it, it kind of brings more you know awareness and more viewership to uh, either the comic or the movie or the show. So that that's really dope. Yeah, man. And I, I mean, I've seen um, apparently this is a Javicia. I've seen Javicia Largo and Javicia Leslie. I don't know which one it is. Um, but um, but yeah, man. I, I, shout out to her, man, because I mean, I, I think it's just it's dope, man. Because you, you brought up the Miles Morales shit, because that kind of like really was interesting, man. Um, I don't know if um, 
Donald Glover was ever trying to be Spider-Man, but like, I don't know if you remember, I remember it was in some track, this nigga was like, they couldn't see me as Spider-Man now, I'm spitting venom. I was like, did this nigga audition at one point? And just got turned on. But anyway, um, it was a very refreshing take on Spider-Man, because it kind of put him in a different scenario. Um, and I, I, mean, I just, um, you know, obviously everybody seemed to enjoy that shit, because that shit was like, you know, everywhere, everybody fell into the Spider-Verse. Um, so I just think, you know, having that fresh take on things um, and not us seeing the same cookie cutter shit that we've, you know, seen forever, you know, everything ain't got to be all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think, um, you know, some of this shit uh, tends to be, you know, obviously it's fantasy, but, you know, the fantasy just can't always be, you know, whiteness. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm, 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 I'm happy that, you know, it's, um, you know, we've seen a little bit of a, a shift here. Um, you know, it ain't got any, like, we need every character, you know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to be like one of those motherfuckers, like, it, it is niggas out here who literally want every single character to themselves. I don't, I don't need that. Um, but we need some, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, 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 we need a little bit more than Falcon and motherfucking, uh, you know, Rhodey, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> War Machine. Like, you know, we, 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 we get a little bit more than that. And I'm obviously talking about Marvel and this is a DC situation, but, you know, I, I think it's just, a, it's a, it's a really good step. Um, you know, um, I'm, I'm being shit to check that out. Um, you know, I fuck with Batman. Uh, well, you know, obviously the, the that that arc <laughs> over there. Um, so I mean, I I'd be willing to check that out, man. Especially you know, supporting. Um, you know, what I'm saying, seeing seeing how she uh, how she put it down, man. So yeah, man. Shouts out, uh, shouts out to Javisha, Javisha, man. I really want to see how that how that goes. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so speaking of Marvel, we're gonna end with this. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about uh, you know Black Panther two, and it's rumored to uh, feature you know. Uh, maybe uh, X Men or something to that nature. Uh, one being uh, Storm. Uh, so of course you know there's been rumors around uh, that Storm uh, is going to be played by this woman or that woman. Um, one being Beyonce. <laughs> oh shit! Which, you know, which you know, yeah. And then another who is. Actively, you know, talking to Ryan Coogler, uh, trying to set up meetings with Marvel, is uh, Janelle Monet. Man, I am hoping she continues to set up meetings. I'm hoping she runs these motherfuckers down because, you know, I have a hard time um, thinking of a better person right now. Um, and, it, and and it's not, you know, the saying that they're not a qualified citizens to do this, um, but when you just factor in. Uh, you know, the equity she would bring, uh, you know, to something like that. And you factor in, you know, her acting ability. She's not just a singer. Like she's like a legitimately good actor or actress, uh, excuse me. So I, I just think that, you know, it's, uh, you know, I, I think it's something to be said about that. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, you know, it, it allow her to uh, kind of, uh, you know, be with, I don't, is she still with Tessa? I don't know if they're still together. But, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, they they could be in the same universe theoretically. Um, you know, she would step up in there, um, and I just think, man, we really need a um, the, the Black Panther uh, Storm uh, story. Um, that shit is going to be a big deal, man, because obviously, you know, um, you know that was a very uh, major major part, uh, you know, of, of these Marvel comics. Um, so you know, I just really want to see that shit done right, and the way the best way to do that shit is with good actresses. Uh, and, and actors and actresses. Um, so um, that would just be a good look, in my opinion. Uh, Ryan Coogler tends to uh, do a, a pretty good job. I've not seen a bad movie yet. So, you know, I would imagine, you know, anything but Beyonce is basically where I'm at with it. Um, 
mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I <laughs> you know, I, I just, um, you know, this isn't to uh, necessarily just disparage any individual person, but I just think that, you know, having uh, somebody who can really act is going to be very important uh, for continuing this story arc because Black Panther is going to take on a, a bigger role here with no Iron Man, with no Captain America. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's going to have to be. Um, there's no hope, obviously. Thor is probably in fucking space somewhere with the Guardians. So we, we're really going to need to hone in on him uh, as, as a more of a central character in this universe, along with guys like Doctor Strange and, and, and you know Spider-Man from time to time. I don't know what that Sony deal is looking like. But... I think it's going to be very important. So, uh, shouts out to uh, Janelle for you know pursuing it the way she is. I hope she's rewarded for that, man, because I think she's going. To, I think she would do a really good job, um, and I think she would just bring like a a, a, a new kind of energy, um, uh, you know, to right. that franchise. For sure, for sure. Um, you know, you know she she got it. So hopefully, yeah. you know, hopefully it works out. Uh, but yeah. This has been uh, a very uh, 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 interesting episode. Yeah, maybe everything that we said is not going to be uh, be heard by you, the listener. Uh, but um, if it is, uh, it's a wild ride. <laughs> you know, hey, man. No at the end of the day, it's, it's no disrespect. And I think, you know, we, we just got to, you know, make sure that is, is, is clear. You know what I mean? Like, we we obviously, you know, have uh, our opinions. That you're entitled to your own. We're not asking anybody to uh, agree with everything that we say. We just want to give you unabashed commentary uh, and, and as, as well-researched as we could possibly give it to you. And if you disagree, that's perfectly fine. We, You know, obviously... There's nobody, I tweeted this out earlier today, there is literally not a person or an entity in, in, in this uh, in this world or, or organization out here that, you know, you should agree with 100% on everything. Like, it's, just, it's, it's not a, a thing that should ever happen, um, you know, so, I mean, it, it, and it's, it's, it's kind of a, a fantasy. You know, we, we should not um, be sitting here, uh, you know, trying to, um, you know, basically please, um, you know, please everyone just because at the end of the day, even trying to please everybody, people are still going to have a problem with you. So at the end of the day, you just got to be real. And you just, you know, we, we got to just, you know, give y'all the authenticity. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, hey, we can disagree on one thing. You might disagree on my, my Cam Newton take, but you might agree with my, you know, Kyrie every take. It, just, it is what it is. So we just going to, you know, walk that way. And we just going to, we, we're not going to, um, you know, uh, try to bend this. Um, and, and, and we're just going to try to give y'all that, that, that truth and try to give y'all our honest opinion. And if y'all got, you know, y'all, y'all opinion, man, shit, let us know. Shit, we, we don't give a fuck. I mean, shit, we will debate, my buddy. We will literally, um, you know, uh, have conversations. We answer questions. We do all that shit. So, hey, man, you, you got you got something you want to send in? You know, let us know. We we, 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 we take everything into account. We read shit on, on the air. And we, uh, so, I mean, hey, you know, hey, hit us up, man. Shit, let, let, let us know what's up. Yeah. Um, Hold on, what's what's that? Uh, from uh, F, I mean, what is it? I'll read that. From the South with Love at gmail.com. That is 4RM the South with Love at gmail.com. So if you want to, you know, express your your opinions, if you want to be on the show, if you want to have a letter, send it to us. For RM the South with love at gmail.com. So, uh, yep, and that is our show. You know, uh, 
Hope you enjoy. Hope y'all take care of yourselves out here in this world. We'll holler at you in the next one. I'll love. Peace. Oh, my God.